I like gave everybody on a nice 75, 80 degree day. Gave motherfuckers a little bit of energy to go outside and, and get some fresh air today. Shout outs to everybody who was doing their miles today, listening to that new Meg The Stallion featuring Beyonce. How you was feeling? How you felt about that? She revived the shit out of that song. It was needed. Yeah, she turned it into a whole new song. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I'm sure all of us by now pretty much tired of like 90% of the songs that everybody keep doing on TikTok. So I definitely feel like she gave that a whole new energy and gave that song like a whole new life. Like she murked that joke. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like a lot of female rappers probably should be happy that Beyonce is not a rapper. And she's a singer. Cause when she get into that bag, like her bars, like I don't know who writing them jokes for, but and then it just seemed like she really like you don't see Beyonce on the ground, but for her to say demon time, like that's some whole like young Instagram shit. And then say I'm gonna get an OnlyFans, like you think Beyonce is above even knowing what the OnlyFans is. I know, I was surprised when she said that. So like just for her to come out and say like all of that shit, I'm like, somebody even wrote this for her, or Beyonce got a burner account, she just be in the house bullshitting. Well, somebody said her mother got a burner account, so she might got one, or maybe she working off her mother's. Yeah, and then even when she shouted her mom out, like, I got it from my mom, and my mom was savage. Like, she just like, was going off on that joint. I ain't gonna hold you. Then that whole little something, my hips be TikToking. Like, she had some balls on that motherfucker. I ain't even gonna hold you. She just like, was in her back. All right, my quick beef before we even get started. I know you see, I don't, I don't know if you go out running, but I do know you see people driving with the mask on. What the fuck is the purpose of, in your own physical car, with the mask on? I feel the same side way. I said, y'all look like fucking fools. We already look like fools as it is, but like, yeah, what's your purpose? Can you like, and you can't even breathe in them damn things. So, like, yeah. So I'm, I'm when I was out with the track earlier today, I was seeing people literally. You're, we're on the track. You're supposed to be exercising. For one, most people, if they got a mask on and they're on the track, now times and they're walking because you damn sure not running with that shit on. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck do you have a mask? We, you're outside. If you walk fast enough, you're never going to get that close to somebody, period. Now, your slow ass is out there just walking like fucking molasses. Of course, then you might, I don't know. I'm still not going to wear no fucking mask outside. That shit just looks stupid. Like, you're literally outside. Not outside in a closed facility. You're outside on a fucking track where you're supposed to be fucking running. I agree. I was wondering about that, too, since they kind of, like, fake made it mandatory, like, Cause you know, I'm trying to drop some pounds too, but if I was to go running or walking, am I supposed to wear it? Would I get, would somebody like try to give me a citation or something if I don't have it? If I'm with somebody else, if I'm in close proximity with somebody, is that not something to worry about? Uh, I don't think police even give a fuck. Like, to be honest, I haven't even like, realistically, I ain't seen no police outside for, I think I've probably seen police officer maybe like hanging like park somewhere like at a shopping center, but not, fuck no, not in no goddamn track. What are you going to like, niggas was out there playing football. I mean, like, say, for instance, like, around the stadium, because, you know, it'd be, like, police up there, and, you know, they got the little fake test inside up there. So, what about something like that? I don't think it's, I don't, it's, realistically, with that mask, it's not safe. You can, I, me personally, I can barely can breathe with that mask on when I'm walking in a store. It's no way, and I'm talking about, I know for a fact I'm in damn near elite shape. I fucking ran 11 miles, and, like, literally running 11 miles. I could no fucking way in hell walk around that track with a fucking mask on. It's impossible. And it started to get hot outside. Like, that shit just look... I'm looking at them like, it's stupid. And then, no shade. Well, a lot of shade. Most of the people who got it is fat as shit. Like, your fat ass. Like, come on, bro. What are you doing? You just hustling ass backwards. And none of them don't last longer than fucking 20 minutes out there with that dumb ass mask when they be walking their ass right on back to their car. What was the purpose of even coming out there for? Mm -hmm. 
Like, leave that fucking stupid ass. Like, that shit is dumb as shit. Yeah, then it's like you got to pick your battles because I'm blind as hell. So if I'm in the store and I got my glasses on and I got the damn mask on, the mask, I mean, the glasses are, like, fogging up and stuff like that. Like, it's just wild. It's crazy times we living in. Exactly. All right, so let's get into a topic that was floating around on Instagram today. 20 hours of FaceTime is, quote-unquote, what Victor Cruz and Karuchi say they do because she's in California, he's in New York. She's supposed to be, I guess, like, taking care of her, her uh, parents and stuff, but they're older, so she's watching over them, mm-hmm. and he's in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck he doing in there that he couldn't go to her, but they basically say they, so to make up for the time that they can't see each other personally... They on FaceTime for 20 hours. I was going to say, I mean, that's overkill. I don't know if that's a stretch to say 20 hours, but I know when they was talking about on The Breakfast Club, um, they were saying that because he works, they both work, so they're unable to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, So I guess it depends on the circumstances, but I don't know. I would feel some kind of way with you. What, being on it for 20 hours? No, not necessarily the FaceTime part, but being, I guess, apart throughout the pandemic um, from your significant other. Like, would that make you feel a way? Because just like um, Charlemagne said, like, okay, if neither one of them have the virus, like, what is the real purpose of them? Like, I understand maybe a week or two or something like that, but it's been, what are we going to, like, two months now? Yeah, close to it. Like, what's, what's the real reason? Like, ain't nobody working that hard. I agree with you, and I kind of don't. And I and I feel like every week I've been recording and I kind of try to pull that out of people. And everybody has their different reasons on. Oh, we you everybody's dealing with this shit differently. I hear you, but I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't know. I'm a I'm a just gonna I'm I'm gonna look at you funny. Like if we haven't kicked <laughs> it at all during the quarantine. I'm gonna just look at you funny. Like I and I don't be mad when I be listening to when I was listening to people say like on different like shows on the Breakfast Club or whatever, and they was like motherfuckers on dating apps and they trying to link up, link up. Like I ain't mad at motherfuckers because that just the lonely shit get the best of a motherfucker. So I'm not mad. So I don't know about that twenty hours of FaceTime. That's to me that just I don't believe that at all. I think that's pure bullshit. Like my max may been ever on FaceTime four hours. Really? And that's a lot. And that was like off the early morning, so it was kind of like. And the only thing, the bad thing about Facetime, that shit, I don't give a fuck. Even if you in how in the house on Wi-Fi, that shit still eat your battery up mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about Facetime, why that shit dog your battery like that, but that shit kill your battery. And then it's like uh, somebody, I don't know who was recording it, or maybe they was on like Instagram Live or something. Mm-hmm. It was like a fucking snooze fest. Like, what are y'all even talking about? And then I read somewhere, I was on one of them little gossip pages, Gossip in the City. They were saying that they were like one of the most born industry couples, but I guess it works for them. And it's like, okay, she's teaching him how to cook and stuff like that. So if you got this much free time, then yeah, why be not together? I don't get it. I don't know. I, I man, and don't get me wrong. Some people may be honestly may just really be scared of the shit. Like I don't want to. It may be not like I don't know. Who you been around I don't I don't think I may trust you But I don't trust the people You may been around And then too yeah Cause you say he was in New York right And mm-hmm. they had it the worst So yeah. I mean And it depends too Is that Is that typically where he is And she just went Is that normally where they are And she just went back home To LA For her parents Like where do they typically You know I don't know where they really reside at Yeah because most of the time They take pictures It's always like Somewhere where they barely got clothes on So I don't <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it's not fucking they, What I, you mean like vacation 
I mean, to me, most of the time I ever seen pictures of them, uh, even when they had their little shit with Chris Brown. I mean, that was like vacation pictures. Mm. It's never been like a, um, I don't know. I really don't know. I never seen them like bond up like with fucking North Faces and fucking furs and shit on. Like I literally, when every time you see them together, it's like he don't got no fucking shirt on mm-hmm. and she in a bathing suit. So yeah, so basically, yeah, you saying they always on vacation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, I don't know, but I definitely don't know how I would feel about. I don't know. It's hard because people can give you the best excuses, and you kind of gotta just respect it almost, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I mean, too, what it was for them is for them. Whatever. Because would you be comfortable if your significant other was an essential worker? What you mean? Like what, like a firefighter or something like that? No, because they're not really dealing with people. Um, How so? You seen a fire truck during the pandemic? I can't say that I did, but just because I mean, but just because I didn't, don't mean that they're not really. Because you know, like they gotta. Be I barely even see police stuff. pulling motherfuckers over right now. <laughs> I'm sure because if for these niggas, they probably like if I don't have to do it, I ain't trying to. They still human too. Like there's some shit. Your vest can't cover this. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing. Like we don't know how this shit works. So that's why I say again, even going back into the original, I don't know how mad I would be. If I haven't seen somebody, but then I feel like you are leaving the door open for your significant other to find somebody else to keep them company. Yeah, it just depends what type of time you on. But I mean, what you mean? Like, if I had a significant other, like, was, was a nurse? I'm about to say in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Would I feel some kind of way about them? What coming home every day to us? Yeah, would and, and you have a kid, so would you be comfortable with your significant other coming home to you and your kid every night? Or every day, I don't know. Like this, I'm sure that their schedules and their hours are crazy now. So, would you want them to come home, like, and you risk catching it from them, or would you like you wouldn't like maybe you should go stay at your parents' house or go get a hotel or something? I don't like. How would you feel about that? Um, I honestly, that's hard. I don't, I don't know. I think that maybe he could kind of quarantine himself in a separate room in the house, so at least he's in the house. Like, putting the distance between us. I don't know if I would say go stay in a hotel or go stay at your parents' house. Like, that's a bit much. So, You don't think so? Would you give him some cheeks? No. If we're supposed to be social distancing, why would I be humping him? But he in the house. Okay. I mean, I'm going to make sure he eat. I'm going to be going to talk. So, what are you going to put? Like, put his food in the tub and just knock on the door like, <laughs> here you go. Or it be yeah. on the counter for you when exactly. you about to leave out? Yeah, he will. I mean, I feel like... That's understandable. No. So what's the difference between that and them sitting on the fucking phone for 20 hours? It's a big difference. At least we're in, we're, we're still, it's still some type of togetherness. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, I ain't going to be like, oh yeah, you coming in here. I left your food on the counter. We're not talking at all. I'm going to talk to you. But I'm going to keep my distance. It ain't going to be like no touchy feely. No, you know, none of that. So like, again, like I said, what's the difference between that and FaceTime? It's a big difference in my opinion. Because don't get me wrong, sometimes FaceTime could feel like a motherfucker's in your space. Especially if y'all on that motherfucker long enough. Yeah, but not every day. I mean, yeah, if it's kind of like a, I just want to see you type thing, then yeah, but not every day. So, no, that's my point. So, a quick FaceTime doesn't feel like you're there. But if we're talking about, I'm sure most people who listen to this, if you're not living with your significant other, y'all done tried to, let's watch the same show mm-hmm. and, and lay up on and watch FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that cute. motherfucker almost feel like they right yeah, there. Yeah, that's 
No, it's not cute. It feel, it's, I feel like you're there now. Like, I kind of have to, like, I can't dig up my nose. I can't, like, if I fought to you going to hit and shit like you that. Like, mute it? N- no, because then for, as a man, on the opposite of that, I grab my phone and mute it. You, what the fuck you muting your phone for? Who in the... Then you would just say I had gas. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, well, I'm telling you, you that fa- it, it sound, FaceTime sound like the 20 hours is OD, but right. FaceTime sounds like it's a it's a cop out for why you're not seeing somebody. But then again, I can say you on FaceTime long enough that it feels like that motherfucker is right there beside you. So you're saying that 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 would suffice for you? It could. I don't know for how long, but it could. Mm-hmm. It it can do me justice. It can realistically, I feel like it can help on certain days okay but realistically if we're so say they're not stretching it and they are on the phone on facetime 20 hours a day does that become a thing where i miss you that much i want to talk or we already we already talk this much or i just don't trust you and i need to know what you're doing i think i think i agree i think it's a it's a a lot of that maybe i don't trust you yeah I don't know. and i don't know who don't trust who but i do feel like it's a lot of that and I'm sure even for people who may be listening and the, and the, for the women and you don't trust your nigga, you're going to call it different hours. Let me try to catch them all the nighttime and let me catch them all the early in the morning. Because those are the two times where you kind of can't like if a bitch spending the night and you hit me all the early in the morning, what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And if this is your supposed to be your significant other, you have to answer the phone. Mm hmm. But if you you don't have to, you can be like you asleep. Is and then are you raising your eyebrow if you ain't never been in that deep of a sleep before? What time are you? What how how at what time you think you can bang that? If I call at seven in the morning, then you can bang that. But if I'm calling at ten, nine thirty, you ain't banging. I'm sleep because even if you went to sleep at three, that's still six hours worth of sleep. Not that I be fucking some sleep up. If you if you call me on Facetime on a Saturday at nine ten. I might, even though the phone might be right by my head, I mean, I always have my phone to vibrate. I might not hear it. And I might not call you back until like 12 or 1 when I get up. <laughs> so it just depends. It depends on if that's that person's normal behavior. See, I think women can get away with that. You can say that as a woman, but I don't feel like me as a man, I don't think I can get away with that. I just don't. I don't believe, I believe that miss call thing is easier to slide for women than it is for men i don't think so i think it just honestly depends on if that's the norm and your trust level because if you already have trust issues then any minor it could be freaking seven minutes before i call you back and if you don't trust me you're going to assume that because i was on the phone with somebody else no you okay though? maybe all right look are you familiar with doja cat um, kind of, sort of, not really. Are you familiar with whatever this song is that Nicki Minaj supposedly did a remix to? No, I saw them post something like that on the shade room, but I didn't like really get into it. I kind of was just like scrolling. Well, I'm glad that they didn't release it today because mm-hmm. then, of course, then that people would add like some controversy to the shit. So it's cool. Like, let it rock, drop it on Friday. That'll controversy work. as far as what? Because the Meg? Yeah, and oh. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that, but. I'm I'm familiar with the song she got with Tiger, but I'm not like fully aware of her catalog. I know she's fat as shit, but yeah, she was just on um Wildin' Out too. I ain't see that one. Yeah. All right, so you want to go black as fuck or insecure? We gonna touch both of them, so whatever you want to go with first. Uh, let's go insecure. Okay. 
Alright um, Well I guess What's the one of the main topics We could talk Would you be comfortable With your Ex Communicating with Your new boo And I mean like Communicating with I guess a couple episodes now Maybe like two With the first two episodes Issa Rae character And Whatever Lawrence girlfriend I forgot her name What's her name? Uh, Condola (laughs) Are given Not bad details on Lawrence But they're given enough details Where it's kind of like it to me if I was the guy it would kind of like all right y'all need to relax yeah I mean it depends on the circumstances because in this situation it wasn't like either one of them sought each other out they just kind of just happened like it's like happenstance like okay yeah uh by the way oh that's my ex I didn't know you was talking about him this whole time because Condola was already just talking about her new dude and just you know just having general conversation with her now friend who was I guess they started off as semi-co-workers I guess or business partners so it just depends on the circumstances but I don't think that he's wrong for wanting to set a boundary but I don't think he was right for the way he went about it what you mean like pulling up on her yeah I feel like if he had an issue with it because first of all he lied about it well first I don't think that whatever Condola and Issa discussed about him I don't think that she should be going back having pillow talk with him about what they discussed. You know, what they discussed. Oh, I found this about you. We was laughing about the fact that you eat, which it was like mayonnaise or fries or something like mm-hmm. that. Just like little dumb shit like that. I don't feel like it was warranted to be repeated. And if he had an issue with it, then he should have had a conversation with Condola. And then Condola could have had a conversation with Issa. Like, okay, but know. do you think if he would have had, if he would have said something to his new boo about it, like, I don't want you talking to Issa about it. That would have raised a red flag for her. Like, why can't we talk about you? What you trying to hide something? It depends on the approach. If he just basically said it made him, un- you know, uncomfortable, then, I mean, who is she? But to- you but you know how women are. So she would have flipped it like, well, what you uncomfortable about? What's wrong with us just having a friendly conversation about you? I mean, that's his right. He don't got to be comfortable with it. She could flip it however way she want to flip it, but he don't have to be comfortable with the conversation. Because at the end of the day, yeah, it might be some shit. I, I had years with her. I'm just now dating you for what X amount of weeks or months. Maybe I don't want you to know these things about me that a person I established a really a bond with for five plus years. Like no. So would okay? Let's let's flip it to take it from the TV show and to put it into your own personal life. Would you be comfortable with your ex and your new dude? Being cordial or even being like work buddies. They can be cordial, but I still don't understand why I would be a topic of discussion. Because if y'all already know each other and y'all just work buddies or whatever the case may be, then y'all continue y'all work buddy relationship outside of me. What are we discussing me for? Because obviously I was with you. We're not together for whatever reason. I'm with whoever now. So I'm establishing this relationship. So there's not going to be no comparison. If the experiences are going to be different. So what y'all talking about? I, 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 okay. For dudes, I get it because it, it, that's probably kind of weird, but I do feel like for women, it's just the cattiness in women that is going to happen. Like, I don't think that y'all can, I can't see it not never coming back up. Like, I can't see just two women letting that shit ride. Like, I can't see you 
knowing your new dude's ex and y'all work together and and like y'all kind of have regular conversations on the regular and that never like and it will say one day he pissed you off you not gonna ask the ex like did he used to do that like i don't i'm, I'm like we running into like a bump on conversation where y'all community like i can just see that conversation coming back up like no i feel like that's trash because we're just establishing this relationship. So I don't got real friends for that. I'm not going to, if my dude pissed me off, I'm going to run to his ex to ask, him, to ask her why this happened versus talking to my real friends about a situation. No, because your, your opinion might be biased because that's your ex. You know, you never know. I wouldn't even trust, I wouldn't even really trust your judgment. So why would I come to you about anything as it pertains to my relationship? That might be your little wiggle room that you think you about to slide back in because you know we're having a certain issue so it just really i mean it really depends on the person but me personally even if i already had a relationship established with my ex's new girl then it would just be what it is and i would probably set that boundary like that's none of my business like we don't need to discuss him or anything going on in your situation because it's really not none of my business and i don't want and even if you do genuinely come to me for advice i don't want you to feel like I'm giving you trash as advice because maybe I, you know, I might want my ex back for whatever reason. All right. That makes sense. So let, let's flip it to another part. And this was on the last episode. Issa basically was at, at Thanksgiving dinner with her brother mm-hmm. and she was fucking venting to him. Like, damn, I see fucking, Basically, the fucking girl is wreaking the benefits of the shit that I had to put up with with fucking Lawrence for five years. Like, I built him up to be the man he is right now, and she's wreaking all the benefits on the work that I put in. And to me, when I'm watching it as a man, I'm like, this is a perfect example of why women don't coach basketball teams, why women don't own sports teams, because you have no fucking patience. Five years, it sounds like a long time, but five years ain't a long time. If I'm looking at it, like, let's break it down to sports. Michael Jordan ain't win shit for, like, his first seven years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what if the Chicago Bulls would have gave up on Jordan in his seven and didn't try to figure out, oh, let's get Scottie Pippen, let's get this person. That That's what I felt like she did. Like, you gave up on a nigga when he was trying to chase his dreams. So because his dreams didn't pan out at the speed you wanted him to pan out, you gave up on him. He didn't give up on you. She went out and cheated on him. Now you mad because somebody else reeking the benefits on some shit you gave up on? That's your fault. You ain't had no fucking patience. Mm-hmm. You didn't see his dreams through. You thought he was just a bum-ass nigga working at Best Buy sitting on your couch. He did have a job. I think motherfuckers forget that he did work at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. <laughs> so it's like... What the fuck? What what else did you what else did you really want from the nigga? So now you see him flourishing and he his his dreams panned out. He got a good fucking job and he's a he has a job where he's passionate about and he's fucking keeping himself up. He will start working out and now you see him where he can afford to fucking pay for dates and shit like that. Now you feeling some type of way? Like you should have thought about that before you kicked before you went and go fuck Daniel. I mean, in my opinion, I mean I don't she's inside to feel whatever way she wants to feel, but I don't feel like she bigged him up. I feel like, yeah, they might have had conversations about where he wanted to go career-wise, but I don't know how she pushed him other than just giving up on him. That was the the extra push he needed to get his shit together because, like I said, he was hitting a brick wall. Like, damn, I'm laying at my friend's house. And when did his car got a commission or something like that? Or Yeah, he ain't had shit. Yeah. And when, he, when she cheated on him, he didn't absolutely have nothing but that best job. Yeah, so he had to hit rock bottom to big himself up. I don't think that... 
I don't think she made him. I mean, yeah, ultimately she made him a better person in general. So he knows what he doesn't want again or what he doesn't want to fall back into a trend of. But I don't personally feel like she did nothing for him. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because even in that episode, you see where it was like when he was basic, when they was at, when they was at the, uh, the friends given with him, his new girl and her friends. And the conversation came up about where he work at. And the girl was like, oh, I heard it's kind of shaky over there. And he was like, yeah, it's cool. My job is secure, but I'm thinking about switching it. Soon as he said that, show his new girl off the gate, boom, gave him that extra motivation and said, oh, yeah, I know you you can make it work. You, whatever you put your mind to, you're going to make it happen because you, you fixed my sink for me. This So soon as she said that, this nigga face lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Because, again, what you just said. Issa didn't get that nigga that support that he needed when he was at his bottom. And don't get me wrong, sometimes we all know like a breakup is a, the best motivation for a lot of people to really get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Especially if you feel like you want to prove your fucking self to your partner. Like, mm-hmm. all right, we gonna we in a small town. We gonna bump into each other again. The next time I see you, I'm gonna be on my shit. And for the last ep- last two seasons, that's kind of been Lawrence fucking mo. Like I'm getting my shit together and I'm kind of like I'm bossing up and I'm getting. I'm, I'm me now. Like he had even got his whole phase out of him where he really kind of was like, but every time Issa would bump into him, he out with different bitches. He out actually enjoying life. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was a smack on her face all the time. Like, and now it, at those, I don't think those hit her as much because she knew they was just, they was just a, jump like jumped off. That wasn't nothing serious. But now to see him in an actual relationship and when you see him with this woman, he's always smiling. He's always hugging on her. That shit hit a little bit different. Yeah, and she's a woman with some substance. Exactly. Yeah. I get. What else could we take from that fucking episode? Okay, let's get into the part where I guess miscommunication comes in in the new relationship where one of uh, what's the, the girl name again? Pandola. Okay, one of her friends gets super drunk, so they go into the fucking kitchen, and her and fucking Lawrence have like a little small, quick conversation, and she was like, "I'm happy." did fucking condola founts found a new dick to jump on so she can basically take herself off of the um marriage right and so i guess before we even get to that part when they were in the living room and they was talking and one of her friends was like oh i want you to fucking um why don't you just fucking uh what the fuck is the shit why don't you fucking do our wedding for us why don't you plan a wedding for us and she was like i don't want to come nowhere near a fucking wedding again and so when she said that Lawrence kind of looked like what the fuck you mean you don't want to like bitch I'm not 20 I'm not <laughs> dating you for fucking so we can go on fucking vacations I'm like this is supposed to be something bigger than that so when so that kind of made his face jump when she said that so then when he go into the kitchen with her friend her drunk friend her friend tell him oh yeah you, you know she just got out of divorce I'm glad she's just found some dick to fucking you basically just the dick y'all it's nothing serious like she's not catching feelings again she's taking her time to fuck through this old this fucking divorce mm-hmm. so from the looks of his face i mean i don't know if i missed something on the episode and you could tell me if he's i don't never remember her telling him that she'd been divorced before yeah i i thought it was the episode before this one but i might be wrong i might gotta go back and see so let's just say she didn't ever tell him and this was the first time he's hearing it mm-hmm. so when he when everybody leave he asked her like she she says I wasn't going to invite you to this because I didn't like. How. Yeah, she said he invited himself. 
And then he like, what the fuck you mean? Like, you wasn't going to invite me to a fucking... This ain't a family, joint. This is a Friendsgiving. Like, this ain't like I'm meeting your family. These just your fucking friends. You wasn't going to invite me to this. And she was like, nah, I don't want it to be nothing serious. So then that's when he was like, oh, so I am just a fucking fuck buddy. Mm -hmm. And she like, what you mean? Oh, your homegirl told me that I was just a fuck buddy after your divorce. And so she kind of like basically got backed into a corner. Mm -hmm. And then fucking try to flip it on him. So before we go to, to that part, do you feel like... Who you feel like was wrong in that situation? Um, I think it was miscommunication all around. Because just because we're kicking it and we're having sex or we'll be catching a vibe, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean we want the same things ultimately. How long does that part supposed to last though? I feel like if if you're catching feeling or if you feel like you're caring more than the, the opposing party, then that's when you should have a conversation. If you feel like she's still giving off just the, the friendly fuck vibes, then and you're catching feelings, then yeah, you need to sit down and have a conversation. So like, you know, I can either move accordingly or move on. Okay. From watching it on the outside, looking in, do you feel like, I didn't catch them vibes that this was he was supposed to be just a fuck buddy, and Me I think, either. and I think that's why he felt like, oh, I didn't know I wasn't invited to this. I thought this was like, bitches where I was supposed to be at. It's Thanksgiving and we up each other ass every other day. Why mm -hmm. the fuck wouldn't we be together today? Mm -hmm. I mean, but some people really do feel like some things are too good to be true. So he came out of a messed up situation. Yeah, he's open now, and she came out of a whole marriage. So him just knowing that just finding out that she's was married and divorced, he doesn't even understand or know the circumstances in which they were divorced. He don't know what happened to her in her past relationship. So that's worth a conversation too. I think that's important. Okay, I got I have I got a spin-off question for you. Do you feel like most women say they want one thing but aren't really ready for it when they get it and it's right there in the face because i heard what you just said and you said it may seem like it's too good to be true mm -hmm. do you feel like a lot of women get scared when that becomes like the man that they're looking for and when he's boom right there in the face and he may be in a better version than what you expected it to come like you know what type of man you want but then he comes in a better version of that so like let's say if you wanted devon franklin but he comes like I don't fucking know Like he comes like fucking Let's just say fucking Odell Beckham He comes in that form So he's like He's still this Whatever man you Holy man you was looking for But he's a More swagged out More handsome version Of what you expected And that may scare you A little bit like Oh shit I wanted This man But I didn't know He was gonna come Looking like this So Does it Like Does it scare you Or what is it That women get so scared When I guess a guy maybe a little bit more attractive than what they're used to comes at them aggressively, like maybe a, a less attractive man. Um, I think it can be scary, but it depends on the circumstances. If I really just prayed for somebody and, you know, in that way, and it comes to me how it comes, then yeah, I might be a little bit scared, but I might engage in it. But if I'm talking to somebody and I'm telling them all the things that I went through my toxic situation, and then he just, turns out to be this magical person or it turns out to be complete opposite i'm gonna look at you funny like is this really you or are you just being this person because you already know what i've been through because if i tell you what i've been through you can be you can easily be the opposite so it just depends on how it's presented it depends that's i think it just really depends on the intentions so i okay as a woman are you kind of more uh standoffish 
on telling a new dude some of your past because you don't want them to just be like, I guess almost too good to be true. Like you don't want him to kind of like try to come at you, like I guess making strategic moves to try to come at you differently because he already knows what you've been through. Um, I have been in the past. I'm not now. I mean, I don't care now. I'm gonna tell my story how I tell it, but I think I'm a little bit more wiser. Um, and how how dudes move after knowing that. So it just, I guess, it really just depends on your mindset. All right, so let's okay, that's cool. So let's pull it back, I guess, into the the insecure thing. Uh-huh. When she, when she asks long, okay, let's let's go back before I ask the next part. How I guess I I don't I'm just trying to figure out if Lawrence didn't know that she was divorced. How does he move with that? And then at what age are you like? She's saying I don't want to fucking. I don't want to get married again. It's like, what the fuck are we doing then? Like, why? Like, we're not twenty. We're not in our twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just to me, it would raise a question that if you're hiding something to me, that's minute as oh, I've been married before. What else are you hiding? Or what is it that you don't want to tell that you kept as a secret? Because now I'm, I'm just it's like, do I tr- do I trust your word? Do I trust who? I don't even really know who you are, fully. I know we have a good time, but you were somebody whole ass wife and you just failed to mention this. How? Okay, so then let's 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 go a little bit further. So when she says to him, Oh, but uh, you you acting like that, but would you and Issa be separated if she didn't cheat? So when I heard that, I'm like, duh, bitch. Why would I <laughs> why would I leave my girlfriend and she didn't fucking cheat? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what type of fucking question is that to ask somebody? What what could my answer be besides, duh, we'll still be together? Mm-hmm. So then when she says that, so then I see a lot of women saying, oh, he's a typical nigga. As soon as something go wrong, you go back looking at bitches' Insta stories. She just put this fucking shit in my brain. I wasn't thinking about fucking Issa. I'm here with you, and then you just, p- p- what the fuck am I supposed to do? I don't think that he wasn't already thinking about Issa. I feel like the energy and the chemistry was already there between him and Issa. And because she put that idea out there, it's like, damn, like, did I move too fast? Do I still want this? I think that's what it did for him. But I, I, again, I don't think you can shake a fucking five-year chemistry that fast. Like, I don't know how long these seasons opposed to be like they never say well two years later or whatever so we kind of got i guess we'll just assume maybe a year or so how how do you erase that and i hate when people try to fake like it's that easy if you if you were sitting here telling me you and somebody swear to god that y'all love each other and it's this that and the third and y'all ready to fucking jump through hula hoops together and then it's over i hate when people try to act like it's just over and all you erased all your memories and you erased all your feelings and all the list. Like to me, even when I'm listening and I'm watching Issa, like how easy it was for her to just get going to the conversation and him fucking using mayonnaise on his shit. And she just got happy. And that shit was such a fucking giggly moment for her. Like mm-hmm. that alone, if I'm shorty, I would know it's like, I don't give a fuck what they tell me. It's something deeper mm-hmm. than what the fuck I'm really getting myself into. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. And then when she was saying, y'all got the same friends. And I and I think I, I want to ask you, like, do you think that can work? Like, how could you and your ex 
be fucking still cool with the same group of people because it was like and, and when I say that because like when she's at dinner with her brother she's looking at the same exact Insta stories that he end up looking at mm-hmm. when he fucking go home by himself so it's kind of like y'all both checking for the same people so it's kind of like these are really y'all real real friends it's not just like okay well we hang with a group of friends and some of them are associates of ours no these are like equally our closest friends mm-hmm. but are they equally close or are they all just mutual because they don't really they were never really in the same room unless it was like an event it's not like they was going out to happy hour every friday or something okay well i guess the the equal mutual friends i mean all the fucking the uh what's what's the light-skinned girl name um I don't even know. You talking about the one? Amanda Seals. I don't know her fucking. I don't don't know know her. It's Tiffany, right? Okay, Tiffany. Uh There you go. So her, her, and her baby father—that's his best friend. And her and fucking, I guess her and Issa. They cool. They ain't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, she's like the bougie friend. I don't know. They don't seem that close to me, but okay. So I mean, I don't know. I just feel like those for them all both of them to rush it to those insta stories and they watch like and Issa kind of was like double looking at them jumps mm-hmm. so it's like i don't like could that even could you really how could you cause this how could you really even get ever get over that x if it's always going to be like perfect example with the fucking baby shower i'm here he's it mm-hmm. but i mean i feel like Again, for something like that, like a major event, like a baby shower, then it is like one of them have bad things. But again, if we're constantly hanging out, we all linking up at happy hour on Friday, then it's different. And I feel like in a situation like that, if you're in a new situation, we got mutual friends and I'm going to run a past you. And if you got a problem with it, then yeah, I'm going to have to separate it, I guess. Because I would say somebody eventually is going to have to be the dickhead and bring the new person around. Yeah, and and I don't feel like the opposing party should have a problem with that. If it's nothing there, if we both live in our lives, then what's the problem? Do you think one year is enough to get over a five-year relationship? It depends. Because in my situation, you know, it was on and off for a minute. Like, I feel like I loved less and less over time. So by the time it was over, over, yeah, I was over it, but I just had to like tap into myself. So it just depends. I think, I think a lot of women are like that. They got, you know, gradually they move, remove themselves from the situation more and more. So it just depends. I ain't going to say that the memories are going to go away or the happy moments and stuff like that. Like, no, that was a bond that was established. It's just that it didn't work out. Or he or whoever did some fucked up shit and it didn't work out. I got a question for you because you just said something about memories. As a woman, and I guess like after your um, situation was over, do you think twice about now making memories? And when I say memories, I mean like going on like vacations and taking trips with somebody. Do you think twice about those? Because I feel like those in, in this Instagram generation, and I've had this conversation before, I feel like people are so quick to just let's link up and let's go on vacations with motherfuckers. Do you feel like, you would you be more careful with moving like that because you can't erase the memories. I don't care if it's just a random person and y'all link up and y'all go to somewhere. Y'all say y'all go to fucking Thailand or somewhere. Y'all have amazing sex when y'all go to Thailand, and then that y'all end up breaking up when y'all come back, and then you end up getting married and your husband want to take you to Thailand. How do you tell your husband I already been here with some random nigga? Yeah, I mean, I personally I don't want those memories with everybody, and if everybody can get it, then I don't want it. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I, I, I 
been feeling like that strongly on that for a while. And I feel like a lot of people just, I'm like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, y'all really just living for right now and never thinking what if I, and I feel like some people may think they may never get married. So they just out here just living and shooting the shits. But it's just like, bro, you can't just keep building memories with a million motherfuckers because you're going to be trash when it's time for you to actually settle down and get married and have a family with somebody. I agree. Because after a while, it's gonna be, you're going to run out of places. Mm-hmm. Even and necessarily, let's just say, not saying that you might go back to that place with somebody. But what if you already didn't jet ski? You already zip line. You didn't already done this with another random nigga what's gonna be what's gonna be the first for you and your husband right what's special about it oh i already didn't jet skied in all these islands with all these other random niggas or this whatever and now we get what like none of this shit is new to me mm-hmm. i agree okay another a thing i guess like a clip that i sent you and it was and we don't have to say where we seen it at but mm-hmm. um they were saying, what's the what's the heavy set girl name? Oh, you talking about on, on, on Insecure. I don't know her name, but whatever. They basically were saying that why doesn't she have a fucking love life on Insecure? And they were trying to blame it on saying just because of her size. And when I heard it, I'm like, what the fuck? The fucking Amanda Seals don't have a real fucking like they ain't really go deep like we know that she has a fucking baby father and they together but they don't like go crazy on the dating scene like and I don't think it's because she's big because if that's the case Issa Rae wouldn't first fucking scene of the first season the first scene in fucking season three she's getting her fucking back beat out by a fucking fat ass TSA agent like what the fuck are we talking about like but I was just like, oh, they don't never want to show the heavy set black woman having relationships. Why she just got to be a freak bitch? Like, I mean, I mean, like I said, I didn't personally look at it that way. Um, but I can understand, I guess, for, for from a personal standpoint, why somebody might feel like that, feel that way. Like, oh yeah, the bigger person or the big girl got to be doing the most. Well, she got to be made fuckable and you know be flirty and promiscuous to be wanted. But again, I mean, she's not like she's the ugly fat girl. She's very attractive. Yeah, no, she is not. I, like I mean, I know it's a character, but she's like she's fun to be around. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like I said, I personally didn't take it like that. But okay, I guess. People but even okay, let's just let's just let, uh, let me play devil's advocate and let me be the fucking dickhead on that situation. A lot of times, that's how big women move. Don't get me wrong, the ones and don't, in real life. I don't think she would move like that because she is a prettier big girl. And I feel like this don't get it twisted. There's some pretty big girls and they be bougie as fuck. So I wouldn't agree that they, yeah. they would move like she was moving on there. But I know bigger women who may be a little bit harder on the ass who move exactly how she moved. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her character is kind of a good balance where I feel like it's some big women who will relate to her, but then in real life, I know for a fact, if she actually looked like that and still was that size, she nine times out of 10 wouldn't move like that. So I get where people can get mad at it about, but then I can get where I can, I know big women who act just like she act. Like they, they're more aggressive and they jive like, let it like, some big women who are aggressive and they let it be known. Like, Nah, nigga, I want that dick and don't like, and they just are aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like, and you see niggas always like, even when it's the joke of like, oh, the women who go smack, even for most niggas, even most attractive men, 
If you go up under their pictures, the ones who say the wild shit or leave the hard eyes and dick emojis and all that shit, it'd be bigger women. Because they just don't give a fuck. Like, they just going to shoot their shot. It is what it is. And because most other women who feel like, oh, I'm smaller than them, they're not intimidated by that. So they don't care. If even if I, and I have, I can say even from when I've been in a relationship and bigger girls drop shit on, nobody gives a fuck. They just be like, oh, look at your little fan club and leave it like that. But they're not intimidated because. If my girl is a size, let's say four or something, and this bitch is a size 15 or 16, whatever that, like, I don't know the size, but I'm just shooting them out there. Mm-hmm. You don't feel, you, you, it's, Ain't nobody checking yeah, you're not, you feel like, oh, my nigga not checking. Now, don't get me wrong. At 3 a.m., niggas is checking for these big bitches. <laughs> don't ever get it twisted. So that's why I kind of feel like I don't feel no type of way about the way her character is played because I just know it's two sides to that story. Like I said, if it's a woman, it is that size and look like her. She's not moving like that. But I do know women that size who may be a little bit less attractive are moving like that. Yeah, and a lot of them, like you said, are overly confident like that. That's just how they And yeah, it. and just don't care because it's just like, and that's why some women and don't give a fuck about working out because they're still getting fucked. Yep. And you see that post all the time. I'm uh, niggas still like don't slide in my DM if you don't want a gut to come with it. I see that. I've seen that post, especially during quarantine, a million fucking times. Mm-hmm. Like they letting you know, like if you gonna slide in my DM, nigga, don't get it twisted. I'm sucking my stomach in in a lot of these pictures. I'm when when you come to my house, I'm dropping this motherfucking stomach on the fucking table. Take it or leave it. So I just don't. That shit kind of just. Uh, and I guess we can go into from doing the next topic and we can go into black as fuck. I try to cover the cover, but I you more well versed on the show so we can have a, a um a better conversation from where I had on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of black people, especially black Twitter, have and black Facebook have a problem with this show. Saying how do you have a show called Black as Fuck and there's no dark skinned people on there. Mm-hmm. What's your take on it? I feel like people take it, take it way too personal. Like it was a, it was from a personal perspective. It was based on his personal life. So who are we to tell him how black his show is to him? Like, I just feel like they picked, they picked it apart. They talk about Rashida Jones not being black enough because she's biracial in which his actual wife is biracial or his children are mixed. They're light of a lighter complexion because she's mixed. So for them to say, oh, it wasn't enough, enough, I guess, different hues of colors on the show. I just feel like they they just did the most per usual. Yeah. And then even when I just looked at the show and even originally first seen it i thought that was his real family like because the and when he i was listening to him on ti jump and he was saying like the kids that we picked look like what i if me and that late what's her name that's what they would look like and they exactly look like that even from her hair type that's what the the, like the kid the type that the head the kids had and they were more his complexion Mm -hmm. like they were closer to his complexion but they had her hair texture and which realistically in families that's how the fuck it is so it's kind of like i i get it like i I mean to me the show is tight i fuck with this shit like i don't get me wrong like i said the first episode it kind of triggered me a little bit and i wasn't like that first episode was like a hard watch for me Mm -hmm. but after that one like i fuck with the joint like i felt like it was a cool joint and it was like it was something different like i'm not i haven't never seen none of the other the black ish and the the mixed ish and the grown i never seen none of them shit so this for that to be my first joint like 
I'm sure like if Blackish or one of these shits come on and I'm in the house, I would probably give him a chance off of watching Black as Fuck. Like it was cool to me. Like after watching fucking Ozark and fucking all these other wild ass white shows, like I'm I'm cool with like Netflix giving it was a black drone. Like I'm straight with that. And I don't know no other like black series that like people actually was even talking about it. And I guess and I and for him he even was like it's like a I guess he was saying it was like a plus and a minus to it. It was like this is my first show where it's kind of like polarizing. Like people either love it or they fucking hate mm-hmm. it. And he said he was open to all opinions. And I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan. I've watched all his shows except for Mixtage Cause it just really honestly didn't seem interesting to me. Um, but I feel like for a person that has never acted before, I feel like they was too hard on him. And I feel like it was more of a reality. It wasn't like a sitcom because me personally, even though I've been watching Blackish for years, I didn't know that it was based on his, you know, that was even based on his personal life. We just love it. And again, I don't understand how we can love Blackish, but not like Black as fuck when it's loosely the same thing. It's just more creative, creativeness and more leeway being on Netflix. Yeah. And then I guess the way where he was even saying why he, played the character because he was like he didn't want another actor to have to live up to fucking being not being anthony Mm -hmm. anderson and that was tight like that's because i mean and for him to say like shit this was my first time doing it and he was and then he really even bigged up uh his wife on the show was saying like how she made it way easier for him like and he was then he even said i wish more actors had to write and more writers had to act so you can understand how hard it is on both parts. And he said, I feel like it's way harder to be an actor than it is to be a fucking writer. Mm-hmm. So that shit to me, it was just tight. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I fuck with the show. Like, I feel like it's a good joint that like people should watch and probably watch. I just hate that we have so fucking strong and loud opinions on our own people, like all the time. Like mm-hmm. it never fucking feel like we can't fucking just, we can't let ourselves rock. Like we can't never just take, like we don't fucking I, I don't I'm like I know motherfuckers didn't watch Tiger King and fucking feel y'all ain't feel no way that there was no black people on Tiger King. Yeah, and not to mention, I mean, it was it was so dumb, it was interesting. Like it wasn't even like to me that was a hard watch. It was so dumb that you couldn't stop watching it if that makes sense. Like No, nah, I mean it, it was just you all just, over the was, place. Was, but it was just like what the like what's about to happen now? You like, were what looking for the about? fucking tra- you were looking for the fucking train wreck. And <laughs> yeah. you just couldn't fucking stop watching this shit and that's my thing like i never see nobody say oh why ain't no black people on ozark yeah and that's what and even that's what t i said too he was like and white people don't do that like they don't heavily critique each other like we critique each other and it's and it just raised the question like you everybody want to be pro-black but yeah we so hot on each other like why what does that do for us personally nothing you just it's just a hater like i feel like motherfuckers be so mad because they're not in those situations like you're not you're not the person oh you feel like i should do it why i didn't get the shot like and it, everybody want the shot but most motherfuckers don't want to do the work mm-hmm. like you can you can do it and especially even at this time where it's like nigga you we all got iphones you can do whatever you can get on your instagram and i and i realistically and i laugh at people sometimes about only having two or five motherfuckers on their IG live, but I take my hat off the motherfuckers who still get on there every day and literally talking to three or five people, but they're mm-hmm. staying consistent trying to build this shit up. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. Yeah. I personally wouldn't do it, but I'm not mad at you for trying. So it's just, but I just still feel like, why do you have this shit on somebody? Like, 
this nigga got a Netflix. It's not what else. I haven't I haven't seen it. Or even if it's something on it, it ain't coming up on that top popular shit. Mm-hmm. Not no fucking all black cast is not fucking happening. I have not. I don't see nothing else on a, a series, a Netflix fucking original series where it's a all black cast. Less as a fucking documentary or some shit like that. It don't come up. It's not like so. Why the fuck are we shitting on the only one that come up? Like that shit is dumb to me. Like and to really watch motherfuckers like sit up there and do our think pieces and complain about the shit. That shit be corny. Then the people who do it, like I get it when I watch them. Like, are right, you ugly as shit? And <laughs> okay, what the fuck? Like, That's not nice. But it just be that. Like motherfucker, just be so mad because fucking the world ain't do something about it. Because you feel like the world ain't given to you and it's not easy. It's not easy for nobody. I don't give a fuck. Like, motherfuckers be like, oh, because you this, that, and the third. Well, Steph Curry is light-skinned and motherfuckers call him soft all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. It don't matter how fucking many threes this nigga fucking hit. They still say he's soft because he's fucking light-skinned. Mm-hmm. Nobody don't never talk about that. Nobody don't come to the defense for him. It ain't no fucking light-skinned committee because light-skinned people are supposed to have it easy. So he just got to take that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, even... Did you hear the fucking shit? This is this is off a topic, but did you hear the shit when Gabrielle Union told fucking Aisha Curry when they was I guess when they were younger that y'all should just break up? Yeah, I understand that, and but I didn't even think that was gonna be on a breakfast clip because it was in like this uh, this other little gossipy page, um, and basically it was more to it. It was kind of like a yeah, she told them to just break up, but basically she stopped being super close with. Steph's wife and um, LeBron's wife, Savannah, because basically uh, Gabrielle wanted to take both of them down and they wasn't with it. Well, so it was something to that extent. For real? Yeah, it was something to that extent. So I don't know, you know, how true it is, but yeah, I understand that. And then to, I guess, to her defense, he was saying, well, she was thottish back then or something like that. Like, what does that have to do with you influencing somebody else to just break up because they're too young and they should live their lives? Like, let people move how they want to move. I'm trying to find that clip now. Now that you said that, what the fuck? You don't know what site it was on. You was on just so we could play that clip. You think it's on the sh- the site? Oh, it was something I was reading on. I think it's this site. It's called um, Sip the Tea or something like that. It was something I read. All right. Well, while we try to find that, do you feel like you could fucking? If you was the man in that situation, or let's just say even if it was a woman, let's say if a fucking nigga told your dude that, could you still be friends with that person? Um, who? What you mean as a female? Would I be friends with? Like, let's say, let's say if it was the, let's say if it was the opposite, and fucking you was, if you was fucking, let's say if D Way would have said that to Steph, and you was Aisha, would you be able to still like kick here with D Way on fucking Zoom? No, I wouldn't want him nowhere around him. Cause I will already, I will already feel like you gonna encourage him to be on some other shit. You don't think so? Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't. I couldn't fuck with you all that. Like I don't give a fuck how long ago it was. Like that's just wild to me. Like why the fuck would you say that? Like yeah, that's like and for D Wade to try to cut even cover up. Like oh, she was just on some thought shit at that time back then. And then she even said it like yeah, I was a little bit wild. I wasn't thinking, but it's just like. Yeah, but what if Aisha was weak-willed and basically, even if she didn't necessarily break it off with stuff, what if she just really stopped following Gabrielle lead and just was, you know, stopped being wild doing anything? That's just trash as advice from somebody that's supposed to be, I guess, establishing a friendship. 
Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of that one. Like that shit to me is a little bit fucking retarded. Um. Yeah, and then maybe they just laughing it over. They don't care. They don't care that much now because they aren't that close anymore. Maybe. It's just some shit to talk about now. Yeah, I guess I want. I do really kind of wonder how she's. What is it? Twenty five. This stuff maybe like in his thirties now. So maybe. I mean, I guess maybe seven years ago you might not take it to heart no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, and y'all still together. Yeah, I mean, and y'all I, three kids deep now. So it's like. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, I personally probably wouldn't trip off of it, but like I said, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, we don't hang no more, so it is what it is. All right. What What you think about uh, them opening back Disney World? They talking about it like in the next couple of weeks. Um, like basically, they saying the first they're gonna give it fifty. The fit. The first step is fifty percent capacity, and basically. At the, when you're walking into the park, they're going to have, like, hand sanitizer and shit like that. Everybody right. just wipe their hands and shit before you even come into the park. And then... First of all, what is 50% of Disney World? Because, like, they were saying, Disney gets millions of people that come there. So, you're talking about 50% of... But even if it's half of a million people, that's still too many damn people at one time. And then how much hand sanitizer y'all putting out? And how often are y'all going to keep up with this? They're saying, yeah, we're going to have sanitizers, touchless sanitizer stations at all these different places. And we're going to continuously wipe down the dining areas and all this. That shit y'all was supposed to been doing anyway. So why y'all acting like y'all doing us favors being extra about it now? It's a fucking amusement park. It's like a big ass germ. You don't think so? No, I do, but I do again. From what I even seen today, I I uh, I, I follow a couple of people who was at the fucking what's the little that little strip from National Harbor to on the opposite side to take you to VA on that on the bridge where motherfuckers that shit was jam packed today. You said where? From you know how people run on the bridge yeah. from like four ninety five you know to fucking from the harbor to over onto the Virginia yeah. side. Mm-hmm. I seen a couple different videos and pictures. The jump was packed like shit. Like mother is no, you couldn't social distance on that bridge. That's how many people was on there running. Hmm. So it's just like I feel like at this point now is like especially the hotter the weather gets. Realistically, it like what the fuck people just gonna be out. They gonna be outside just it ain't gonna be no social distance. It's, it's damn near gonna be virtually impossible because you don't have no fucking gyms open. So it's like you just gonna put everybody in their neighborhoods there like even when i was at the, i went to the fucking track early today like you were talking about like 11 something and it was a solid 20 30 people on the track mm-hmm. and you gotta think about it motherfuckers walking everybody ain't running mm-hmm. ain't like you want be close motherfuckers was close to each other elbows. and don't get me i mean don't get me wrong most people who was close to each other those were the people who they came with but it's still like it was a group of young niggas they fucking 20 30 fucking deep on the jump i mean not 20 i'm gassing it but let's say six of them they it's six of them on a the fucking track mm-hmm. they all beside each other and then you got the couples beside each other and this that, and the third like but that fucking shit from the bridge to the fucking harbor that shit looked crazy and i was like oh well if Somebody had Corona. That all these motherfuckers got. It. Like what? Yeah, I, eventually, I, I I just feel like at this point, people just really, really in the whiskey. Like, all right, if I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it now. Because, like you said, we going on what sixty, damn it, sixty days now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't want to say all of us are gonna get it, but I think that if it's as easy to get it as they say it is with us wearing these masks and all that, that's it's inevitable that all of us are gonna get it. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like you said, then while we still in the house, like, the world got to keep keep turning, so. 
Exactly. And then even for just like what you said about the Disney shit, I feel the same way about McDonald's, Burger King, and fucking the grocery store. Let's be real. Like, if you really look, let's say, if for people who pay attention, if you look at the faces of motherfuckers when they normally are working at these jobs before this pandemic shit, most of the time they don't even look like they want to be there. So, <laughs> realistically, how much do you really think these motherfuckers are cleaning? Mm -hmm. I agree. So, it's just like, how, when you, and just let's say at this point, we talking about damn near 60 days. I, I don't believe nobody's still spraying their bags down with Lysol. Probably not. Because, and then too. And as much as you go into the store, like you think about it, that's the thing. Like at first, the first week or couple days when they, when they were telling everybody, hurry up, get your shit. We got to be in the house for a couple of weeks. That's mm -hmm. cool. Everybody did it then because right. you only thought about you was going to be in the house for two weeks. <laughs> but now you're constantly just going just to get out the house. You're not spraying every fucking thing you touch. Yeah. And then too, like I said, it's going on two months now. How plentiful is Lysol and all that shit? I'm pretty sure anybody that was doing all that ain't got none of that shit left no more. That's a fact. That's a fact. You can't even order that shit off Amazon or nothing. They specifically have it only for like health workers or something like that. Like you literally got to have a hookup to get it. So that's my point. So it's just like at this point, it's just like, and I feel like I, I can't even say I haven't passed the McDonald's or nothing where the line ain't packed. So if that many people like y'all trust, it's no way in hell you trust motherfuckers that work in McDonald's that much. <laughs> Like, so if you tell me in every, like, if you risking that, then what the fuck? Like, just might as well open everything up. Shout out to fucking Atlanta. They about to open Linux Mall back up. So I ain't mad at them. Like, what the fuck are we still playing for? Like, we, you, at this point, we just playing because, because we're, we're wasting, we're not making money. We're fucking up our economy, but the people on their time are out and you're out in fucking groups, like super groups. Okay. So do you, okay. So they were saying that vitamin d so you need the sun and basically heat kills the virus so you don't think that it's timing like the fact that it's about to start getting warmer outside and everything that is okay to open it that be okay to be exposed to the virus because heat gonna kill it anyway no uh, i mean i don't i just i just think motherfuckers should take care of their fucking like i watched fucking i was watching joe rogan last night and he's a health freak anyway mm -hmm. and he just pushes just health shit in general like people think that i'm bad you watch this nigga and he take fat shame into a whole nother fucking level and he's more educated with it so he really make you feel like shit he made me feel like shit because i be having my fucking time eating candy and he was shitting on eating extra sugar and all that so when if he made me feel bad i recommend if you're a fucking a fat fuck you should never listen to joe rogan because he's really gonna make you especially for this fucking coronavirus but they were saying that's the thing that's pissing him off. He was like, they're telling people how many people are dying, but they're not being pacific like they should really tell you. It's a lot of obese people who are dying of that. It's a lot of people who have because when it comes to like, I guess, the breathing conditions, don't it comes with it's 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 a it's it's a weight thing. Because you just think about it, if if a fucking if you tell a fucking person who's obese that they got to walk up a flight of fucking stairs, when they get up to the top of them stairs, they're going to sound nuts. Mm -hmm. And there's somebody who's in some type of shape not going to sound the same way. And it's not sitting here saying like, and the fucked up thing about it is, you think about even with the athletes, 
and their parents are dying because their parents are older and a lot of that and even when they show pictures of their parents and no disrespect to the dead a lot of them they're older parents this is like i fucking argue with my mother all the time about eating pork chops and shit like that older people are setting their ways so they and so they're not going to change because their kids are fucking athletes and mm-hmm. they're in shape most parents just don't give a fuck they enjoying the money and eating crazy because they now they exactly yeah. so it's just is of course that's why their shit is a little bit more compromised and that's why i will always tell them dog is Give yourself 30 minutes to an hour. Fuck, I'm not even going to say 30 minutes. Give yourself an hour a day. We all have an hour that we can spare to do something physically to help your fucking health and not sit here and be like, I'm going to sit in my house like a bitch and be scared of a fucking something that I can fight by taking my fucking vitamins like you should anyway, especially as an older adult, mm-hmm. because realistically, you old, your fucking bones and shit going to fucking start cramping up and your fucking body ain't going to move like it used to when you were younger. So you should be taking your vitamins and all the vitamin C and all that shit anyway. You shouldn't be waiting for this because I feel like, what the fuck are we realistically... If I go into the dollar store every day just to get Mike and Ike's, I feel like I'm risking myself. So if I'm going to risk it today, I'd rather risk me t- risking my life going to the gym than getting some fucking Mike and Ike's. Mm. Give me that option. Open the gym because you can open the gym. Guess what? I'll be one less person at the fucking track. Yeah. I'm sure it have been 30 less motherfuckers on the fucking Woodrow Wilson Bridge today. Mm-hmm. So you're saying so you're saying that they should be more vocal about the ages and the size of the, the people. body type. Yeah. And you don't think that that would be offensive in any way? Who the fuck cares? That's 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 what the fucked up part about it. America is now. Mm-hmm. Even when we go back to when we was talking about black as fuck, right. or we talking about the the heavy set girl on Insecure, some shit you just have to say. You can't keep. We can't keep sparing people's feelings because it's fucking up our economy. Because yeah. we're trying to spare people's feelings, saying, "Well, it's fucking fat people down." And and that's why I respect motherfuckers. Like, don't get me wrong, people in New York, they they tap dancing around. They were saying talking about Fred the Godson, like he already had. Health issues, health issues. Mm-hmm. and I respect them for even saying it because that's somebody that they actually fuck with. But they're coming out saying like, "Do he had diabetes?" I don't know what he had, but I just know they say he had health conditions. Mm-hmm. Like was I was listening guy. to Joe Button, and he was saying he was, yeah, he had health conditions already. So when they heard that he had it, like they were already fan like for the worst. Boy, yeah. yeah, so it was just like so. I get so when you saying that, it's just like sometimes you have to be honest so people can know like. If I want to fight this, I need to take care of my health. Mm-hmm. This is not like we can't just act like, oh, Kevin Durant had it. This motherfucker, okay, he over on fucking shout outs to Kevin Durant and they fucking promoting this shit they got on Showtime. Like this nigga's cool. He's good money. He's mm-hmm. not fucked up. Yeah. Fucking all the basketball players who caught this shit. Guess what? They're they in good health. Exactly. Yeah, we can't avoid that conversation. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, all these niggas had it. They tested positive for it. You can't avoid that fucking conversation that these niggas are good and then God forbid that their parents are passing away from it. Mm-hmm. But it's the difference between because some of our parents are old, they stuck in their ways and don't want to fucking, they don't care about working out no mm-hmm. more. But then you can't sit here for motherfuckers in our 20s and 30s who are still, you still have time to fix your health. Fix it. Mm-hmm. But if they don't tell, but if they keep sugarcoating and they don't want to tell you, then guess what? Fat motherfuckers walking around, walking around the track with this fucking mask on their stupid ass face. <laughs> they in the fucking store. You fucking 300 pounds and you got a fucking mask on. Man, you don't take that stupid ass mask off. Like that shit. I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't never. I'm not going. I'm not going to. That's some shit. You listen to me. I can't sugarcoat that shit because I think it's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's dumb for us to fucking sit in the house and everybody fucking fucking losing money because motherfuckers don't want to take care of themselves the rest of the 365 days that we've been had i agree because i just feel i I understand too because it's like 
like I said, everybody want to rush to the store and get all this disinfectant stuff. But it just, like I said, raised the question. It's like, how how fucking clean were y'all in the first place? Like, y'all wasn't caring about any other germs out here before then? So even if it, it's lifted and things go back to some type of normalcy, how much are y'all going to care about not, you know, not having another pandemic? Let's be clear. If this if the shit die down... And let's just say July, July 4th come around. Motherfuckers are going to forget. Don't give me the people who are financially fucked up ain't going to forget about it. Mm -hmm. But everybody else, you're going to forget about this shit. We look how much other shit we forget about. Like we fucking love Kobe Bryant. You love Nipsey Hussle, but you ain't seen nobody post them during this fucking pandemic. Neither one of them. Yeah, that's a fact. Motherfuckers couldn't stop posting them before this pandemic, but you ain't seen a Kobe Bryant post. Not a one of them. And don't fucking let basketball and shit come. You just, it's just certain shit like we forget about shit. Like we just we we're just a uh, we're in a fucking microwave situation, fucking universe, and we forget about shit and just move on super fast on things, and we don't really take shit serious. It don't matter how much this shit come to our door if they don't be honest with us and tell motherfuckers the real stats on the people who are dying from this shit. People gonna be just gonna keep being scared And motherfuckers ain't gonna take it serious Cause it just go from When they saying get your vitamin D Go outside Alright go outside and then do what How long you gonna stay outside for mm -hmm. I don't like I don't, I don't I'm not no fucking doctor But I'm paying attention enough And listening to people The underlying issue is It's the health shit And we just don't give a fuck And that's why they keep saying Black people, they already, we already, no, say black people, we have compromised because we eat fucked up. Tell them that. Stop eliminating that part. How, how, why are you saying black people already have complications? Where the fuck am I having complications from? What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but to what extent though? Because you can't blame it on diabetes because they said that diabetes doesn't really come from what you eat. Where'd it come from? They, it ain't that they come from sugar. I heard it ain't, they don't necessarily come from sugar as we've been taught. Well, I don't know where else it come from. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I had to look it up, but I did hear that. But I don't know. But do you think that as a black people, as a culture, do you think that we're are the, we are the only people that are pressed to go back outside? Mm, no, because there's endless white people would be out running. In this neighborhood, I see white motherfuckers outside running. You don't running. think they was already doing that? I mean, they was, but I mean, they, they not staying in the house and they, I guarantee the white people not in the house uh, doing the quarantine 15 Whatever the fuck. <laughs> right. Stay outside. They was the motherfuckers that down DuPont Circle and all that shit still mm -hmm. exercising and shit. There ain't no black people live down there. Mm -hmm. So when they talking about motherfuckers in D.C. too close to each other, who they talking about? They talking about the white people. <laughs> they still like... what? Like, I mean, I but they going to do that regardless because even before... Yeah, that's their shit. I mean, yeah. they go outside and run down yeah. Rock Creek Park and all that too. Say, even by my job, they'd be out there walking their dogs and stuff and they would have their mask on heavily. That was before they even really was enforcing it. So this is... And that's another thing I seen yesterday. Why the fuck are you outside walking your dog with a mask on? <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? <laughs> and you know what's so funny I seen it was And I was just paying, Really paying attention I'm like It's the it's the white motherfuckers With the little dogs With their mask on And the white motherfucker With the big ass dog Don't got no mask on I'm like oh, yeah, Of course Your scary ass Got that little ass dog This <laughs> this white nigga Don't give a fuck He got this big ass Cane corso This nigga living On the edge already <laughs> Like fuck Like I don't fuck, This shit is just Retarded to me Like you really see How fucking retarded And weird And scary people are Like you let the fucking news Fucking terrify you. 
Yeah, it's crazy because I have been said, I said, I won't wear a mask unless I'm made to have to. Because even when I was going in Target and stuff like that before, like I said, it was heavily enforced. I said, I was looking around like, y'all really look like fools. And y'all just got all these glad like, stay home. If y'all this scared, stay the hell home. What they always say, if you're scared, go to church. <laughs> you're scared, get a dog. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't... I, I don't... You, you got anything else? I mean, you want to speak on before we... Um, It was something you sent... Hold on, let me see. You said this kind of like what we was talking about earlier. It was you put you saying, "Are you okay with the person you're dating, not exclusive yet, having a fuck buddy?" No, I'm not. Yeah, I don't understand it. If we, if I'm not, if we're not exclusive, and I just want a fuck buddy, then I'm just gonna have a fuck buddy. I'm not going to exclude even attempt to exclusively date, exclusively date anybody. No. So you say if you want a fuck buddy, you're not gonna exclusively date nobody anyway. No, because then it's gonna yeah. be like a why am I? I'm not gonna be having sex with both of y'all. No. And I agree. Because then if I'm if I'm feeling you or you feeling me, then I'm gonna be withholding my vagina, but. All the while, I have a whole fuck buddy. Oh, before we get out of here, I gotta play this one. I, I'm glad I did not let this. I was playing with me a nigga, and he didn't get drafted. It'd be a motherfucking problem right now. So, I wanna say, I apologize to all the ladies who were holding them niggas down through all them years in college, and they ain't get motherfucking drafted. Some of us was going long as high school, and then took that bitch to college. No, 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 bitch. Go get all your Jordans back. Go get all your motherfucking shit back. Some of y'all probably even bought them niggas motherfucking jewelry. Bitch, go get your shit back right motherfucking now. Because if I was playing with me a nigga. For everybody who don't know who this. I'm not really going to call her out her name. But <laughs> this young, uneducated black woman. JT from the City Girls. You want, you want to start or? No, go ahead. When when I hear shit like, I hope I don't personally know nobody to think like that because that to me was like one of the most ignorantest fucking things I ever. And I say some ignorant shit, but that shit right there was like, it was it was almost like the fucking Issa Rae shit. Like you just because the nigga didn't make the end. Like what bitch? What are you talking about? Go find you. Like the fuck are you talking about? That's why these niggas and that's all you see on the comment. Y'all bitches be so mad why these fucking athletes go date them a fucking form. Or date a white girl. Because of shit like that. Is that justifiable? Why they date white women? Yeah. Yes. Aren't they, aren't they after the same thing? Aren't they only engaging in a conversation with you because you have money now? Remember mm. we was having that conversation too. Like, if I wasn't who I was, I wouldn't be able to get you. But now I am who I am. I can get you. So now. Okay. Do you, do you, did you see him doing the draft when the fucking nigga uh, for the, got drafted for the Cowboys? His girlfriend was sitting beside him. And he on one he on one phone talking to the Cowboys like they letting him know that he got drafted. And she grabbed it off his lap. And, and she tried and he had another phone. Mm-hmm. And that phone was going off. She tried to grab it. He heard, snatched it back and flipped it down. Right. She was a white girl. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what's she, I thought she was like Spanish or something. I don't know. I don't fuck. Yeah. She ain't black. Period. <laughs> so that's still, but that's but listen to what I'm saying. He already had her in college. My only thing of it is sometimes it's just like I'm I'm not a fan of I'm can't date outside my race, but I get it sometimes why niggas do it. Like when I'm watching even the Chicago bullshit, I'm looking at fucking Dennis Rodman and just like, what what black woman watching this and saying, oh, this nigga attractive? Yeah, I mean, to each their own, but I, 
I don't get why, unless that's just your preference, I don't get why that's a justifiable reason to date outside your race because... Because if I hear some shit like that, that shit is going to terrify me. And how do I know? And and in this day and age, you see so many females praise the city girls, praise this shit, that, and the third. I'm going, in the back of my mind, I'm going to start to think all women... Who's praising the city girls? Birds? Because, I mean, they might got some cute little catchy songs, but who's really praising them? A lot of women. I don't know. I mean, these bitches got millions of followers, so somebody follow them. Somebody mm-hmm. praise them. That's what I say. Yeah, they got cute little catchy songs, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, because a mother got a catchy song don't mean I got to follow them on Instagram. I don't follow rappers on Instagram. Oh, I don't know. But well, women do. It's different for women, too. And then guys gonna follow them because they like the way they look, no? Maybe. Uh, yeah, but no, I don't think it's justifiable because the only difference in her or any other black female that speaks upon it or just you know be vocal about how they really feel about having a dude that got some money the only difference is going to be a foreign is probably not going to be as vocal even though if even if she come in like i heard you say before if i'm already watching how you if you come in with labels already probably kind of have an idea the type of person that you are so if that's how she come in, you already know what she's accustomed to so you already know you got to come with some money no and 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 some of these these females just like the black girls or the black women rather these foreign and white women know where to hang to get to bed they, they know it okay they know where to hang and they know how to behave and i'm sorry i said it but i said it. is that true though because that's even with okay so even when we're talking about like like the aries or whatever case may be about how they say oh damn everybody pass around the same person or same girls like everybody date the same people in the industry because only certain females know how to conduct themselves you i don't i don't feel she's not getting the top of the chain she hasn't made it to the top of the food chain yet neither with athletes or rappers i mean no i'm just using her as an example because i can't think of nobody else right now it's in terms of who has been with multiple people in the industry per se oh uh, amber rose she know how to move yeah okay yeah we can use her too yeah she know how to move and she ain't black black she knows how to move amber rose know how to play her role in every relationship okay. you can't never amber rose when she's in a relationship she never makes the nigga look bad so you saying the only ari is out here making niggas look bad like she's making niggas be like this bitch probably got some good pussy but only a certain type of nigga gonna deal with that I was gonna say, do you think she make niggas look bad by just being herself? Cause she just, she just seemed like she's just one of them females that just do the most. Like she's wild, she's bad. yeah. So She'll only a certain, so on, yeah. So only a certain type of nigga gonna deal with that. Okay. Like I, I just, I don't like, and I just feel like only a certain type of nigga gonna deal with it. And for niggas to leave it, and even for the caliber of niggas who are leaving her, it's like. Niggas kind of like I ain't saying that G Herbo downgraded because Fab daughter. I mean, she cool, like, but she's not. She ain't Ari neither. Okay, so she's gorgeous, first of all. Who Fab daughter? Yes. Yeah, she's but she's but she's she's what makes her? She, she's more she's more toned down. She's a yeah. she's she's a pretty girl, but she's more toned down. Yeah. So what makes her not Ari? They're both they're both gorgeous women. The only thing is, she's not. She I guess. I ain't gonna, cause it do like she might have got some work done now, but I mean she just she don't do the most. That's the only thing that's the, the difference. So I can't say that she not now she not alright cause she don't do the most, but they're both beautiful. So I don't know I don't know what you mean by that. 
Because I don't feel like it was a down. You feel like it was a downgrade? I feel like she's what he needed. And probably what he ultimately what he wanted because I think I feel like every guy go through their phase where they want their fun girl, but that ain't who they want to calm down I, with. Who they want to? No, I think with. I think that's more of a woman thing. I think women are more into the fun nigga, like, and that's why the it's always the 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 quote unquote saying the nice guy finished last, and the bad guy the the, the hood nigga always. Is the turn on? Oh, that's why the women love the baby and shit like that. Who the hell loves the baby? There's a lot of bitches who be on that nigga dick. A lot. I'm sure if you go on his page right now and then it show you the your mutual friends, mm-hmm. this I bet you, I guarantee you go on this shit right now and you got at least three mutual friends up under his shit. Maybe. So they they be on him. So it's like, what the fuck? I even seen that. What was the the little line from off the off of Meg? Of the song him and Meg got together with Ashanti and whatever I need a hood nigga like the baby. Some I seen bitches use that fucking quote. I even seen a, a bitch coming on my timeline and say that she she something about niggas who wear ski masks turn her on. Like what? That's I unfollowed her after I seen it, but that <laughs> shit was just like I seen it. It was I it was like somebody literally posted that and I was like, okay, well, let me unfollow this weird ass bitch. Okay, so you're saying that women want I think women chase the fun guy more than men chase the fun woman. Hmm. Okay. Like, I don't think that's a thing for niggas. Like, oh, I want a bitch who just want to turn up and be, no. So that's not a phase at all? No. Like, I I don't know no niggas out here just looking for the the lit bitch that he can just go to the club with. Niggas don't even like taking their bitch to the club. Right. But women like going to the club with their nigga. Want him to buy a table and all that wild shit. That's a that's a thing. That's a real at thing. At what age though? Not at our age. Mm. I feel like that's some young, like some young shit. I feel like it can be still at this age if you're really still living for social media, or if you got off the porch late and you didn't experience it at your twenties, your earlier twenties, your teens. Because there is some people who didn't experience those things. Some people are just late bloomers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe to an extent. Yeah, and again, I guess it is if you feel by Instagram. So I guess that make a difference too. Yeah, so. Oh, let me ask you one more thing mm-hmm. that I saw that I told you that was on um, Sorry the Kids page. So I think it, it was uh, basically a question and it says that two people was in a relationship. Um, They, you know, they parted ways one person stayed single for three years and the other person was in in and out of relationship for three years. Who was, I don't know if they said who was a better person or who was a smarter person. One person was in a relationship for three years? They were in a relationship together. Mm-hmm. They parted ways. I guess one person would stay single for three years just basically, I guess, working on themselves and the other, the opposing party was in, in and out of relationships for those three years. So who? The person who uh, stayed single for the three years. Why? Cause they actually was taking time to, to, to get their shit together. Like they probably took the breakup more serious. Somebody in and out of relationships. And that was kind of like, I think I, I said on the last episode when I was talking about fucking, uh, Javante and fucking, all right, why he's still like on money bag, yo dick. Like you worried about what kind of car money bag yo getting because you're not over the bitch that he took from you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and, and, and then, um, 
And she was like, well, he moved on with other females. And I'm like, niggas do that all the time. Like, yeah. that's that's a, like, and that's the sad thing. A lot of men do that. Like, you feel like I'm just going to replace my ex mm-hmm. with just fucking a bunch of other women. And it's just the thing about him is he's getting caught out in public with these other women. So it's like, oh, he must be over Ari. And obviously, he's not. He's still on Moneybag Yo Dick. Moneybag Yo ain't said shit about this nigga. Mm-hmm. But you worrying about what kind of combine and nigga, you out here buying fake fucking chains. So it's like, I... What the fuck? Like I don't like that shit is so I don't I think the person who stays to itself and trying to really figure them out instead of me sitting here jumping in and out of relationships and just you I feel like and when you jumping in and out of different relationships, all you're doing is adding on more baggage. Mm-hmm. So it's just like now you instead of you healing from that one relationship, now you just basically now you gotta heal over four relationships. Yeah, but wait okay, so if I'm single for three years, if what if I'm just damaged goods? What if I'm not healing myself? What if I'm not loving myself or nothing? What if I'm just like... What the fuck have you been doing for three years now? I guess just fucking sulking. So it did, I think it just... I understand. I think that you have a good point, but I think it depends on circumstances. If I'm really just working on myself, trying to make sure that I'm ready for my husband when that time comes because I don't want to let this last situation break me, then yeah... Then yeah, I'm doing what's best for me. But if another person doesn't move like that or doesn't know how to be by themselves and they're in that relationship, then yeah, they're detriment to themselves and they only damaging other people. So it just really depends. I feel like I feel like whoever maybe learnt the most, because even if they both learnt something from each situation, then again they did what was best for them. Cause some people really can't be by themselves. Some people are just chasing a high of trying to find just that thing. So how, so when you're chasing it, how do you ever know when you actually find it? Because I feel like if you're constantly chasing it, you'd never know what you're really looking for. Nah, you're not going to find it by force, but I mean, some people don't, some people don't get that. And that's why they be in and out of multiple relationships and ultimately they end up by themselves or with a bunch of fucking kids, with a bunch of different people. Just yeah, so just so just so imagine if you so basically listen to what you're saying. So if I if if we break up and you sit here and go get pregnant by three different niggas, so now you had three out of all these relationships, you didn't now you got three baby fathers, and I don't have no fucking kids. You just now you whenever you trying to find a new relationship, now you got three fucking kids you got with three different baby fathers that you got to take. Now so you got baggage. You got a lot of baggage now. Who said I had the kids? I'm talking about you having the kids. Whoever have them. Now you're going into a new you, the next relationship you're trying to go into you're going in there with a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes the best times is just to stay to yourself and a lot of motherfuckers can't do that. No, I agree 100%. I think that's the smartest thing to do but like I said a lot of people don't know how to be by themselves and or i think in a lot of situations how many situations is it where people break up and both people both parties mutually wanted to end it never there's very few yeah yeah i don't think that happens at all so so if it's a situation as such which it normally is yeah they're going to try to fill that void they're going to try to find the exact person and they're going to keep on going from person to person until they get that same energy so Again, like I said, it's I guess who if you keep repeating the same thing, then nah, you the you the worst type person. But if you're ultimately learning and then you sit your ass down after 
I guess, say three failed relationships, then yeah, I felt like you learned your lesson and then we getting somewhere. So. All right. What about uh, comparing? How, how do you not, or do you, okay, I guess it's a two part question. Do you feel like a lot of people go into new relationships, always comparing to the old relationships? And then the second part to that question is how can you stop comparing relationships because i feel like that's a detriment to a lot of people's relationship and even necessarily not comparing let's just say if you could even compare sex like oh this nigga used to do this to me that did it like and this nigga might have been just your best fucking dick that you ever got but mm-hmm. you're trying to compare everybody to it and they can't meet to because y'all maybe had some different type of chemistry and niggas can't meet to that standard so do you feel like a lot of people fuck up relationships because they're always comparing their old one yeah i think a lot of people do I think that's I think that's a common thing, and I don't know if it's a natural thing, but it I guess again it just just depends on the circumstances in which that relationship ended. Because again, if you're just looking for that same exact energy, then yeah, you're definitely going to compare. But if you don't want nothing like that, what you just came out of, then you're not going to compare. If it's anything you're going to compare, if you see any repeated behaviors, you're going to be like, oh nah, that's a red flag. I don't want that shit no more. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut whoever off. So it just depends. So I feel like in in both situations, it still can be a bad thing. Because if you cut somebody off because they got loud with you one time, and that was something that was just a red flag in your last relationship, like this nigga always was yelling, I feel like that can kind of, it could be a fuck up in a way too, though. Yes and no. Because, I mean, I've been that person. I feel like that's like a PTSD thing for me because we're grown. Why are you, first of all, I'm not your child. Why are you yelling? We can talk. We can communicate like adults. Like, I will say, and you heard me say, don't curse at me. Like, don't don't talk to me like that. Like, mm-hmm. be respectful because I don't feel like I yell or, you know, and if I feel like I'm going to yell, then I'll take a moment to myself. So, I guess it just depends on how, you know, how that's interpreted. If that's communicated from the get-go. If I already told you that that's not what we doing and you do it, then nah, you got to go. Because I feel like you 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 hitting certain triggers in me that I don't want. And I feel like that's a slippery slope. If I allow it one time, you're going to keep on doing it. And then, too, at the same time, some people are not, that's just, they're not just effective communicators overall. So, I guess, it, again, it depends on a certain situation that they came out of. I don't know. All right, cool. I'm not. I ain't gonna drag it out too much long. I just want to play this clip from Diddy and one from Kenny Burns, and we can just kind of like talk about it for a hot second, and we can get about it. Not gonna be for free. We're gonna have to see some promises. You know, what are we getting in return for our vote? Nothing has changed for Black America. And in order for us to vote for Biden, we can't be taken for granted like we always are because we're supposed to be Democrats or because people are afraid of Trump. It's whoever's going to take care of our community, whoever wants to make a deal, it's, it's, it's business at this point. You know, we can't trust politicians, you know, so we want to know very clearly, just like Trump made it clear that he wanted to build a wall. Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of black and brown people. Else he can't get the vote. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. He said it here. Said it. All right, now I'm going to play what Kenny Burns said. And that, to be honest with you, that we even have to be in the predicament that we're in sometimes, man. Yeah. It, it really makes... It really makes no sense that they, and again, and this goes back to why, Sean, 
this goes back to why. This goes back to why that Trump is not an option. And anything said in the public eye should not even be in the direction that he's an option. Which takes me back to my only disappointment in that conversation last night. I, you know, I, I just need you. I, I beg of you, Angela Rye, the, the uh, Killer Mike, see the God, the others on the front line that are really thoughtful and read these policies, not just the titles, the people that are really out here daily that can, we could go back five years and you saying the same thing. I need you to say it in a way that's more connective to our people, because just saying that Biden is a whole asshole, whatever he is, bro. Yeah. It's, sad, it's sad, man, that to be honest with you, that we even have All to right. be in the... So... You got any feelings about this? No, I feel like both parties are entitled to feel the way they feel, but I feel like Diddy could have been more elaborate with what he meant by, I guess, us as black people being more clear about our intentions. Um, But I don't think either one of them are wrong for how they feel. Yeah, I, I kind of, I agree with Diddy a lot, but it's like, I... I get what people were like, oh, we, we don't want Trump again because it's going on to get worse. I get that. But at the same time, like, I do agree. Like, I tell motherfuckers all the time, and I just said it on here, like, I don't, I can't tell you the difference between Obama and fucking Trump. Like, I can't tell you the difference when the presidents change. I, and maybe because I wasn't old enough at those times, mm-hmm. but shit, I've been fucking paying bills for a long time. So I can't tell you. I really can't tell you the difference. I can't tell you the difference in the two, but I can say like, again, like I said, I don't know how we going to, how motherfuckers think they going to downplay this $1,200. Right. So you're saying that because you don't see how whoever's been in office has affected you personally that you don't know. Why I'm, why I'm going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm going to just go vote for Joe Biden. And don't get me wrong. I don't know enough about him to say I'm not going to vote for mm-hmm. him. But at the same time, it be times where Trump be on point. And then sometimes he be like on some dumb ass shit when he talking about swallow the bleach. So I can't fucking <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm about to go run and vote for him. But right. I'm not about the same time. Like, I do agree. Like, niggas shouldn't just be fucking Democrats just because... My mother used to tell me Just vote for everybody that's blue. Like when I was Just learning how to vote Like you should just vote for everybody That's a Democrat Same yeah. And you don't You know what I'm saying Like we don't know shit about it Don't get me wrong The same way I'm I'm trying to get familiar What's going on with the fucking COVID shit And we paying attention to that We do kind of need us At that same time Take time to pay attention to These politics Because at the same time We're going to always end up Just voting for Democrats And if they not doing shit to change What's the difference between us voting for him and voting for Trump because if it ain't gonna change for what's going on right now in our life, then what the fuck are, what we doing? But because you just like I feel like a lot of people get up in arms by the shit Trump say, but he ain't really done shit to us. He ain't mm-hmm. like you. I can't say he ain't done shit to us because he gave motherfuckers twelve hundred dollars, and it don't matter how much people try to downplay. Oh, it's only twelve hundred dollars, but it's only twelve hundred dollars if you don't have no kids. Mm-hmm. What about for the motherfuckers who got three kids and got twelve hundred and five hundred for each one of them fucking kids? Yeah. Now you talking about motherfuckers is damn near three bands. Mm-hmm. And for somebody who, if I'm, what say if I, what say if I worked at fucking McDonald's or Wendy's or one of these places that we turn our nose, or even did the grocery store, and I kept working, and I got this three bands, that three bands is a life changer now. Now I can have three thousand dollars saved up yeah. that I didn't have at first. Mm-hmm. Cause we think about for people who lost their job or motherfuckers who live somewhere else and their bills was outrageous already, so their twelve hundred dollars ain't gonna do nothing for them. But what about for the motherfuckers? 
who work these essential jobs and live in fucking poverty already. Mm-hmm. Three bands, twelve hundred, two thousand. That is that's a lot of money to motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more important now than ever to, like you said, educate ourselves on, I guess, who's the best worst person because we don't know. And I feel like it's important, like Charlamagne say, if you don't know who to vote for, then vote your interest. Like whoever was running that. Um, was saying something about student, you know, student loans or student debt forgiveness, stuff like that. That would be important to me because I have student debt. So it just really depends on, yeah, who's the best, worst person. But at the end of the day, if we deem them two of the worst people possible to vote for, we'll be not voting for nobody. And then ultimately, yeah, by default, probably Trump will be president again. So I don't know. It's just uh, you just got to be careful how you sway the jury. But ultimately the fact of the matter is it is a great possibility that yeah people might not go out and vote and if this pandemic continues and they don't make it so because again there'll be people got to be back in large crowds at the voting stations if they don't make it i guess so people can vote electronically people ain't gonna go out and vote and and the crazy thing is like even i hear them when they saying that but then you just don't know like Let's just, let's god forbid knock on wood let's just say if shit don't open back up by the time this shit come back and we okay. still going through this shit come voting time how are you gonna motivate anybody to want to vote for any of these motherfuckers that's what i said by default like so it's just like realistically are you telling me like i don't know how excited i'm gonna be if you sit here and say well now we're not talking about 50 days you're talking about this going into 200 days and you ain't made no fucking money or damn cut back on the sports and they just your life is just in a shithole right now or even we go back to work but we can't watch sports and we can't like I don't even fucking know if motherfuckers gonna go out and vote for Trump. Cause don't get it twisted. Like he can't, and he know that he knows certain shit. And that's why some of them, that's why I do feel like they're going to start opening up a lot of that shit. And that's why he keep even saying sports, because don't get a lot of those red States. And I was telling motherfuckers, it's not just their professional sports where they get their shit off on in Texas and Florida. High school sports are fucking huge in Texas. They played their fucking football games in the old Cowboy Stadium. Their high school football games is in the old Cowboy Stadium. So don't get it twisted and think these motherfuckers, like we as black people think it's just us who want to go outside. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe that farming system and the way that they move their shit through these high school sports and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They want that shit back mm-hmm. because that money keeps you. I think about so money grab. niggas is paying to get ain't no even here. We pay to get in our high school games. Mm-hmm. So you imagine how many motherfuckers paying to get to a stadium stadium. Mm -hmm. that's like if you see saying dunbar go fucking play at fucking rfk and they don't jam fucking pack Mm -hmm. that you talking these fucking stadiums hold eighty thousand motherfuckers sixty thousand people you met even sixty thousand people just paying twenty dollars a fucking jump yeah so that shit like you imagine that they can't get that back them motherfuckers not gonna be gigging to go vote for trump neither that's what i said i mean yeah the election is gonna be the last thing on anybody's mind i agree so that so that this is the shit that like if Biden and all them want you get this shit fix this shit now. Mm-hmm. You want people to go out and vote for you. Y'all need to start finding faster ways to fix this shit because even the Hogan nigga, you think you gonna keep leaving people in? Like don't get too sick. He just got in the jump, but guess what, niggas is not gonna forget how long you keep us in this fucking house. Mm-hmm. I promise you that one. And then to me, even if you and just to go back onto that shit when I was talking about the fucking uh the bridge, dog, come out. Like stop making decisions from your house. You need to come out. You need to ride around 495 and see what's going on in these neighborhoods. Cause if you see people out, to me, it just common sense. Like, why am I holding y'all in the house? Why am I making my economy go down if motherfuckers are still outside? Mm-hmm. Might as well just open shit up. If they if they if you out, if y'all out freely risking the coronavirus when i might as well open the fucking businesses and let motherfuckers start making money and let you risk it mm-hmm. I agree. so we, we could leave it on that no you got a song or something for the 
of the week you want to get people hip to? No. TV show? What am I watching right now? Oh, you know, I just finished um, Little Fires Everywhere. So if nobody's watched that, um, it's on Hulu. It's a very interesting show. It's based on a book. Um, other than that, I just been watching stuff. I don't know if I know music right now. What about you? Uh, I'm going to just go back from what we started the show with. I'm going to go fucking uh, Meg Thee Stallion yeah. featuring uh, Beyonce. Like, I don't know. Well, it might rain for the rest of the week, but fuck it. Enjoy yourself. Get a workout in. Go get a run to that. That's I mean, at least get you a mile in off of the Meg jump. You think they're going to... Um they gonna burn that up on TikTok too. You think so? Yeah, uh, I, I'm. I'm. If they don't burn it up on TikTok, I don't. I mean, I don't know how people make TikToks or how they pick mm-hmm. what part of the song how it works. Right. But the crazy thing is to see women use these Beyonce quotables during quarantine. <laughs> like for you to make these shits make sense, you can't post old pictures and you can't. What I, you mean? I, oh, you mean posting a picture in, as a caption? You can't post a throwback picture and use a fucking new Beyonce quote. <laughs> I know women are going to try. What if I never posted this picture before? Then it's cool. <laughs> but not some recycled shit that was already on your page already, and then you just reposting it like... They just press to use the caption. Yeah. Like, and, and, and you gotta use... And you know how motherfuckers, you gotta use it now because you're not gonna use it when... Outside, who knows how... If we gotta sit in the house for another month, you can't use that fucking shit a month from now so you know how people people would just be geeking like everybody be in a rush to use captions first so mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna pay attention to see how many motherfuckers press to throw some Beyonce captions in their shit so like I said, it's another episode of Bulcher Podcast, number one podcast in the DMV. Make sure y'all share, subscribe, and definitely and rate this motherfucker. Like I said, it's like thousands of motherfuckers that listen. That fucking rating is disgusting. So rate this motherfucker and share it with a friend. Tell another friend about it. Um, like I said, number one podcast in the DMV. You can't beat it. Bulcher Podcast. <laughs>